0: Are you ready to run your short-term rental business like a super host? If so, look no further than Guesty for Hosts. Guesty for Hosts offers listing management for all three major OTAs, Airbnb, Booking.com, and Verbo. With Guesty for Hosts, you can create a branded direct booking website in minutes. I've been able to hit 61% direct bookings in my business and automate daily tasks such as communication with cleaners and communication with guests. Click the link in the show notes to get an additional $20 off your first month.
1: Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between.
0: Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode
1: of Live
0: Let Thrive.
1: What is up, Micah? Man,
0: I'm good, Stevie Stacks. How you doing? Pretty
1: good, man, here in Mexico,
0: Mexico, Mexico. Guadalajara,
1: Mexico. yeah, and we're coming at, so, yeah, we're coming at you from mm-hmm. Guadalajara, Mexico, and Arlington, Texas, this is episode 214 of your favorite Airbnb, VRBO, short-term rental, mid-term, long-term podcast in the world, and we are ready to throw down some games today, my man.
0: Let's do it, man. Uh, now you gotta be. I gotta get down in Guadalajara. I got some questions, man. How's the uh, Airbnb game out in Guadalajara?
1: It's pretty good, man. I'm looking to, to get me one over here, man. I, I just, I've been wanting to. I've been wanting to, like a nice, comfortable place for my family for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, of course. How how us investors look at things, right? We don't just look at a. Ah, I'm just gonna buy a second home, to use it when I go. No, I want that thing to make me profit, like everything else in my life, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so why buy something you know you know why buy a piece of a piece of junk when you can buy something really nice that's gonna make you profit as well that's a beautiful thing
0: facts yeah
1: and so, um yeah good. game strong over here man
0: really now now the one thing i do have a question about like if you're gonna buy down in mexico are you gonna pay like 100 percent cash or can you do financing
1: <sighs> now i have uh there's expat friends of ours you know from the past shows that Uh, You know, James Guzman. He he mentioned. Mm -hmm. He talked about it before. He says there are there is some financing available for for um, expats that go down there, or you know, investors. Mm
0: -hmm. But
1: the interest rate is really high. You know, but I mean, let's say high back then was ten percent. Shit, we're near seven percent for investors in the states. So what's the (laughs) three percent difference? If you buy something for um, half or a third of the price, it's really nice over here. You know that's true so <laughs> it's all yeah it all makes um us investors love love to pay for things later right and, and start cash flowing right now so was, yeah you might pay some interest but i like i like making money today and using other people's money to make me money you know what i'm saying thanks
0: then so now like what's the prices like over there
1: <sighs> so like like you're talking about airbnb or you're talking about re- buying something
0: yeah, just buying something. Like, if you could just buy a house over there, like, or build something, like, what's the cheaper route to go? Because I'm interested in international investing.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's, it varies a lot. Of course, the closer to the city you are, the more it's going to cost, right? And yeah. so you're going to buy a place in the city. Man, I, you know, I haven't even looked at prices in a while, but mm-hmm. back then you could buy something for around 100K, you know, something really nice for around 100K in know. the city where people want to be, right? And if you want to go outside the city, it's gonna be a lot cheaper, but I kind of, I kind of favored going a little bit outside and then by, you know, spending money and making a nice place with its own piece of land, has a pool, you know, stuff you can, you can put something together where like a big family can stay. That's, that's the kind of route I'm going because if you stay, if you go into the city, yeah, you can get something for a hundred grand. It's pretty nice, but you're competing against all the other hotels and you have to, Mm. whatever their prices dictate and, you know, going to Mexico. Is uh, pretty cheap to stay at a nice place in Mexico, right? Yeah, so, yeah, you your prices are gonna come down a lot. So, you, you really gotta, like, advice we gave a long time ago don't put with the hotels. That really makes sense here because oh. someone wants to go to uh, come here to Mexico. They wanna do like a party, they wanna do a baptism, like we did for my, my two year old, you know, this time. That's cool. Yeah, thanks, man. It's pretty cool. And so, to get something where the whole family that's gonna come to Mexico can all stay together. That's that's pretty key right there if you're gonna think so you won't be competing with the hotels.
0: Oh gotcha. The hotels are nice. I'm
1: staying at the Ryu Ryu, R I U, they have them all over the world. And um I asked them, Hey, is that conference room back there, can I use that while I'm you know, for for a little bit, I'm gonna record something. And they said, Yeah, yeah, you get it three hours a day every day if you want to use it, you know, for free. Mm-hmm. And so I got this big ass, I'm gonna turn the camera, big ass conference room, you know, sitting at the <laughs> At the head of the table, got got the the the, what's it called the the board dry erase board over there if I wanted to use it. Oh man, Uh, you can be
0: making content over there. (laughs) I
1: know, man. You got a big screen TV you can hook up to, and yeah, I was like, I can use that. You know, I don't have to pay nothing for it. No, it comes with what your um your package that you that you got. I was like, shit, I'm. So that's when I texted you back. I was like, dude, let's let's do it, man. Let's do the podcast from Mexico. Oh yeah.
0: Now like well, since you've been down there like is there a lot of Americans down there in Guadalajara or how mm-hmm. how's like the tourism Oh yeah there's a
1: lot of, there's a lot of gringos over here <laughs> a <lot> of, <laughs> There's a lot of Americans especially at this hotel it's like one of the nicer ones right it's the tallest wow. building in in, in in Guadalajara
0: So oh. and, yeah we
1: are way up there 33rd floor man got the view of the whole city Damn nice. Yeah so there's a lot of gringos that stay here and you can get it for around I mean, if you go on kayak or something like that, you can get it for around, you know, 90, a hundred bucks a night. And then it's like on your badass breakfast buffet included for you and your family. So it's, it's, it's hard to beat that.
0: See, and that's what I I, I always say. I think you texted it earlier. Like uh, I think, I don't know if we texted it to each other in our chat group. You're like, man, uh, hotels still have a lot to offer, you know, and stuff like that, you know, like the breakfast and stuff like that, man, it's certain things that, you know, airbnb host you can offer it but it becomes like once you start scaling you're like can i scale sending people breakfast every, you know so yeah that, that's, that's interesting yeah.
1: that's the thing man and i was gonna i was gonna go heavy on that today it's like how to run your airbnb like a hotel you know mm. and then of course you know it's it's funny because they've been like our enemies in a way for a while they're the ones trying to get it shut down and all that stuff but i was like man been doing this for thousands of years we just started this crap we can learn a lot from how they run their business right Mm -hmm. and so a lot and so what one thing that jumps out is and and you've touched on it with your business uh, with sharebnb is um they put their damn names on everything in your room dude Coffee mugs, man. They got the they got the little symbol right
0: here on the coffee mugs, you know. Hey, you got, yeah. you, got you see my coffee mugs are branded, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's all, you put it on everything, so people it goes in people's mind, man.
1: It's nice stuff too, and um, the robes. My wife's like, oh, cool. We got robes, you know, because we, <laughs> we usually stay at Airbnb. Airbnb don't give you that stuff, but mm-hmm. I hope she got this nice, comfortable robe, you know. And of course, it says Ryu right there, big big letters. And she wants to buy one on the way out, she yes. wants to buy one of these robes and, uh, man, the towels, the the room service thing, they they, they brand that, they have it sticking there, where you can like, scan it with your phone, the everything, man, anything you can think of, they have a hanger in there, in the closet, right, this was this was pretty cool, mm-hmm. a hanger in the closet that has these slips, if you want to do, now, laundry service, right, all you got to do is fill out a slip, put the stuff in a bag, set it on your, in front of your door. And they come in and they take it in the morning, and then they have it ready for you, like in the evening. You know, all your laundry's done, folded, blah blah. blah. If you want it starched and ironed, you all, you know. Of course, everything costs money,
0: but mm-hmm.
1: you're like, it's it's the convenience. I'm like, man, I'm traveling, I'm on vacation. I just, yeah, I just throw it in the bag and let them do it. You know, you, you don't even think. You know, people are on vacation enjoying themselves. They ain't even thinking about spending the nickels and dimes. But man, they add up, dude. and yeah. that's how they make their big money.
0: See, and that goes into kind of like what uh, um, Doug McCarty was saying. He was like, nightly rate. That is not even really my big revenue stream. He's partnered with everybody. So then everything you want to do, he nickels and dimes. Well, not nickels and dimes. It costs money, but he just gets a kickback. So he's like, that's where I make my big money. And I'm happy you brought up those robes and towels because I think that's like something where in the short-term rental industry, like the Airbnb side, short-term side, we don't really have access to that. And that maybe is something like Mark Kostofsky or Jeff Eloine from a uh, host GPO can look at, like, hey, partner with some of these companies that will brand our stuff for us for our short-term rental. You know, I think that would be pretty cool.
1: No, oh, big time, man, because it just it, – it, they make you feel uh, – it's weird. You know, they make you feel a part of something. Look, like I was just mm-hmm. looking at the, the notepad I got all my notes on. There's the review right there. What's up? It makes you you know where the hell you're staying, right? <laughs> you know where you're staying. It's written everywhere. And they make you feel eh, make you feel special. You're part of something, you're part of, you know, they want to sign up for a rewards thing, you get a free stay next time, all this stuff. So you're like, oh damn, you I'm gonna sign up and uh, I'm just and people extend their stays all the time. Well that's where they get you to. It costs more to extend, you
0: know. They, mm-hmm. You're already
1: here. You're like, what are you gonna do? You're gonna leave us? Nah, you're gonna stay. You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna pay a little extra and you're gonna stay. And, um, and so, so what, of course they, they clean your room every day. I don't, that's probably that's not possible. Well, it is possible kind of, if we, if we work it out with a good cleaner and we have a special like high roller, um, person that wants to stay at one of our places, you know, and then, um, and spend for that, you know, have someone go in there and clean it and you, you get back after a hard day's work, whatever you're doing out in the town, you get back to a freshly cleaned room. That's pretty cool. I forgot about how that feels, you know? Especially if you're staying in an Airbnb for, like, a week or so. You're, like, you're getting home. You're starting to look like home after a week, you know. You But <laughs> the, the hotel, everything's cleaned. And washed, new sheets, everything folded, towel, brand new, towels, brand new, everything. So, like I said, I, I, there's stuff we can learn from these hotels. Like I said, they've been doing it for a while, right? And, and, um, and, and so, I mean, for example, like, there, there's a guy at the desk and in the lobby, right? You're sitting by that computer and it's like something called Eurocar or whatever the hell it's called but it's a you can rent a car while you're here people get here and they're like man you know we're doing a lot of uber and we are been we're doing a lot of taxis we're doing how much to rent a freaking car there's a guy right there you just walk to the desk boom boom, boom get you in the car in the basement you know they have all the parking spaces they have the cars there so you just book your car he has it ready for you here's your keys this is the number and so you i mean it's just these conveniences, you know, that they think of, you know, people don't think of, ah, oh, I don't need a car when I get to wherever I'm going. But after a few days, shit, man, I might need a car, man. This is, especially if you're going to do these little short, here's here's the thing about Uber. Mm-hmm. I know in Mexico, I don't know so much in the United States. If you're doing these little short hops, hey, I'm just going from the hotel to downtown to this restaurant. There's, Ubers are going to, it's funny because I didn't, I didn't realize this until now, That Ubers will cancel your ass left and right.
0: They're like, man, oh, that yeah. Worth.
1: yeah, that trip ain't worth my, and so you're stuck there. Okay, your Uber canceled. We're working on another one. Your Uber can't. Nobody wants those short trips, man. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna pay a taxi cab. That's a little bit of money for a taxi, right? It's always more expensive yeah. maneuvers. So, so you don't think about these things, but the hotel does. They're gonna get tired of doing that shit every day. So we we got a car for them. You know, big nice family car waiting for them in the in the garage. All they gotta do is Damn. run that car. You know. that's crazy
0: because like uber is very much like airbnb in that case like Mm -hmm. i guess they don't care because like if you reject if you're an uber driver you keep rejecting rides less come to you that's crazy that they do that that's right they don't give a damn. yeah
1: yeah yeah it is crazy man and i'm like even one freaking uber driver was like he he saw us and he's like you know it, it was me my my wife and then um my, my, my dad was here for a couple of days, for a few days, and, and my stepmom. And then we have our little girls, and we had a stroller, right? Mm-hmm. Most of them, you know, a lot of them had room for the stroller. This I think that was another move, uh, another Uber move on, there, on their end, how they can cancel and not get dinged. You know, like, like if we cancel an Airbnb, we get dinged for it. I'm assuming <laughs> Yeah, they, they get dinged. dinged for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they get dinged. Cancelling. And so, um, the guy said, oh, I don't got no room for the stroller. And he said, and, and most of them just cancel, right? But this dude, yeah, go ahead and cancel it, cancel the, the trip because I, I can't take you all He told us to cancel. Just like, <laughs> and so he drove off and he's waiting in the parking lot and just like sitting there waiting for us to cancel. I was like, man. And uh we, we called our uh, a taxi cab dude that we we kind of knew that he drivers around a few times, but but I was just in I was just holding up. I'm not gonna fucking cancel, he's gonna freaking cancel, right? I'm not yeah, you know, it's one of those standoffs and he's like but Uber was waiting for me to cancel. I was like, fuck it, cancel. And then I told and it said, do you wanna leave a complaint or whatever? And I said, he refused to pick us up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I um, said, okay, that um, we're gonna put that on as um, Uber cash for you to use in your next ride, whatever the hell. Oh, cool. Cause it says if you cancel, you have to pay whatever fee for them that came out. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Even if they didn't give you ride, you still gotta pay for that ride in a way. Not all of it, but the part of it.
0: Oh, hell no, yeah, you they cancel <laughs> every time then. Ain't no way in hell. <laughs> it's funny and that's one thing i'm happy you brought up um you brought up you had a stroller and like a car seat for your your baby right and it's funny you know we just got back from detroit i've been in detroit the last few days um and the one reason like we were last minute like the day before we flew out we were like oh shit we need a rental car because we're taking my my seven month old and i'm like damn we need a rental car because man you can't uber with a seven month old so I think that's a commodity people need to look at. If you're an Uber driver, like maybe they need to add that, like, Hey, we have a car seat. We don't. And then mm-hmm. I think if you have that, man, that's an amenity for your Uber ride, you know, like Uber XL or Uber for kid, whatever it is, you know what I mean? That yeah. You can add that on. Cause I, I'm in the same boat. Like I'm like, well, shit, I can't go to Uber. Cause I got a baby. So I got to rent a car, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm happy you brought up the, um, the rental car service at the hotel now are the the, the cars you rent from the hotel are they ran by the hotel or are they like a third party service
1: i think it's a third party it's i've seen this company before it's called like something Eurocar or something like that mm. and i think i've used them before in, in europe but i guess they have a presence here in, in mexico too you know uh, in america in the united states it's all you know hertz and and avis mm-hmm. you know they they run the show right in dollar those are the like yeah. And, but over here, the Euro car is pretty strong in Europe, too. So I think it's the third party that's there at the desk.
0: See, this kind of brings me back to um, a Doug McCarty move. What? Because, you know, remember, we like, for years on this podcast, <laughs> years on this podcast, podcast, we always talk about, uh, hey, man, does Uber, does uh, Turo work with Airbnb? And, like, everyone's like, nah, because the Airbnb, the Turo's booked and the Airbnb's booked and it's never matches up. So, Maybe it would be a good idea if we like called Hertz or all these rental car companies and be like, hey man, I offer a I have a short-term rentals in the area. You mind giving us a kickback and a discount to our guests if they book with you? Mm. Because I like how they did it. Like, hey, we'll just here's a rental car, you know. I mean I don't know if they would drop it off or how it will work, but I think that's pretty cool if you could have that feature.
1: And I don't know why we're not thinking of things like this, man. We're just (laughs) we're so good.
0: That's yeah. why the name of this episode is how to run your short term rental, like a five-star hotel. Cause we're taking Whoa. all their
1: ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, they have been doing this for thousands of years, man. They know what's up.
0: Exactly. And like, you know, and that's the thing, like, I'm happy you brought up like people are always like, Hey, we're against the hotels, but I'm like, you learn a lot of shit from them. Like a lot mm-hmm. of shit from hotels, you know? Um, Cause like, you brought up another thing you brought up the laundry service. Like I know there's Wash B and B and maybe if Wash B and B listen to this episode, they could take that into account. Cause I know they do, um, turnover laundry, right. But instead, how about y'all do the laundry of the guests and just charge them a fee. And then we get a kickback. I think that's a huge bonus. You know what I mean? Mm, you could yeah, wash their clothes. That's
1: that will work well. And of course, I think, of course, in places that we don't have uh, a and dryers for them because
0: See? And you know what? That's one of the reasons I avoid like studios with no washer and dryer. I'm like, hey, they ain't about to of that shit. It ain't got no washer. <laughs> dryer. You know, but if you had that service, you'd be like, oh, well, hold on. I could just use wash B&B. So it's so many ways to look at it, man.
1: Yeah. Even, um, you know, because that's a big deal people look for. Uh, that's a big advantage of Airbnbs because a lot of them come with the washer and dryers, right? Yeah. And so I guess you could, you could even kind of include like a free wash like if you have a place that doesn't have a washer and dryer right Mm -hmm. you can include a free wash from that service what's it called the wash b&b yeah yeah with your stay you know we recognize we don't have a washer and dryer in the unit but you get a free wash through wash b&b you know while you're there and um and if they, they'll, they'll probably think it's a pretty cool service. And they'll probably order another one. So you can even work on a, a deal with watch b You say you're probably, you know, they're going to want the free watch, but they'll probably keep using you all because they're there for a few weeks, you know.
0: Exactly. So I don't know.
1: I don't know. It's all. It's all we need to think of these things because it's getting, like you said we talk about saturation, right? And and what, the best hotels are still around because they figure out. I mean, there's so many hotels around to choose from—hotels, motels, Holiday Inns, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and so what makes the best one stand out? So they think of every single detail, like to make someone's stay like you know as seamless as easy as possible. Yep. They fill up your minibar every day. You know, you can drink out the, you can have some drinks out the minibar. Make big bucks off of those things. Um, yeah, the services that they offer, they have cool, like the, if you go to hit up their bars, maybe go to spend some money at their bars. Yeah. And um, they have people at the front desk 24-7 for any question you ever have, you know, any problem, any issue, you can go talk to somebody, you know, at the front desk, they're always there. So that's, um, they, they think of all these things to make your stay easy. Of course, uh, you're, it costs money for all this shit, right?
0: Yeah. See, yeah. That- and that goes back into like, you know, Airbnbs versus hotels. Like, for example, you're staying. And I've always told people this. I literally only stay in Airbnbs if I'm traveling as a group, right? Because, you know, I you, yeah, you fly for free, right? You work for American, you fly for free. Me, I fly for free using credit card points. And then I get everything else for free. And, I, and that's why I've told people. That's why I really don't stay in Airbnbs. I'm like, they haven't partnered with credit card companies, right? But I noticed marriott homes and villas has they partner with credit card companies so you could use your reward points and book like a short-term rental through marriott homes and villas because it's just a better route to do it unless you're traveling with a big group you know everybody pitches in their 100 bucks or whatever and it it make it a family thing but yeah it's it's just a lot of things that a lot of advantages that hotels still have over short-term rentals i think the biggest advantage that like short-term rentals have over hotels is like you were saying the washers the dryers the the family space the kitchen you can cook as a family you know and that's why i've always liked the bigger units like the houses because now you can come as a family you know mm. so
1: yeah that's a big advantage and that's what you especially if you're going to try to invest in the third world i would say
0: mm. you got a different
1: you, you can't be competing with the hotel though no, they'll kick your ass <laughs> you try to yeah. rent out your condo downtown for 200 bucks a night, a hotel has everything in better for um you know 75 a night they're, they're gonna kick your ass so i yeah. would stay away from direct competitions with the hotels over here because they know what they're doing and, and um <laughs> they, they don't go cheap on the stuff that's another thing i know so uh-uh. we talk about this on the show so they have these big beautiful freaking towers right mm-hmm. they have the best sheets the best blankets the best pillows I mean, like god dang this is a fucking nice pillow and um a nice, a full iron board, irony board, right? And, and a really nice iron. We go to, I've been guilty of this. We're all guilty of this. We throw an Airbnb together and we put it in cheap. You know, I ah, just get the $10 iron, $10 air blower. I'm freaking done, right? Get that no, Amazon Basics. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last time I, I did that on a freaking uh, uh, smart lock before. Not a smart lock, but a digital lock. I mean, mm-hmm. That's Amazon Basics. Uh, shit didn't work very well for a long time. I mean, it worked out first, but now it's just whatever. Um, so yeah, so we've been, I've, been going, I've gone cheap before just to get one up and running. And and so like a nice hair dryer. and what's cool about our last guest that, that we can get nice stuff and then people will end up buying the things and we get a kickback, you know, we talk yeah. about that. So don't be afraid to spend money, especially if it can make you money. If people buy it, you get money for, for each purchase, each sale you make, you know? Uh, that's that's um, I'm sure the hotels make money. People like the like the towels, like the sheets, like the robes. They're gonna they're going end up buying this shit,
0: right? Yeah, man, that's pretty dope, and I, I can't wait till Minoan really launches out there, so we can really hop into that. I love I love that idea.
1: Oh, we're gonna I want to partner with that, man. I want hell I wanna,
0: yeah. I, um, I believe in I
1: believe in that product. Um, one thing I also wanted to bring up, you know, moving a little bit away from the hotels, but more of how we. You know, we talked, you brought up credit cards,
0: mm-hmm. how
1: you like to use credit cards and we get a shitload of points. God dang, we get a shitload of points, right? We put mm-hmm. everything, every, every utility bill, every water, every gas, every freaking, um, every internet, we, we got to just churn in that, that freaking credit card. They're like, God dang, these fools. Uh, <laughs> so, so what, what, the only thing that sucks is these freaking credit cards have expiration dates, right? And, and then once it's expiration dates come, you got to go in there and change all the crap and all the things you had a credit card. With, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know yeah, you're going like to credit, credit card, man. <laughs> See, and I, That's what I was going to say. And you're going to give me your advice right now, but I know that the Apple credit card, that mm. one doesn't have an expiration date. Right. I'm just wondering just for mm. convenience sake, would it be smart to just put Apple, your Apple credit card on everything and it doesn't have an expiration date, so it just keeps turning and turning as your arbitrages, as your, as your Airbnbs, is whatever, all your rentals are, are going and you're paying all these bills. It'll never expire. You never have to get to that freaking day where you're, you're trying to switch out credit cards and all. That takes a freaking long time.
0: Yeah, you got to get with the uh, right company. Who Chase, do you, Who do it'll never change. Chase.
1: So, so Chase, it doesn't, ex, but it expires.
0: Yeah, it I expires. So what happens when it expires? You just, after it expires, you could, uh, damn, you do have to go and change the CVV, I believe the CVV yeah, changes. Yeah, you. So you have, yeah. oh, fastest way to do it. uh, If you use something like LastPass or uh, Google, save my credit card, you can go edit the credit card and just change the CVV and updates it on all your other places. That is another way. Or, hmm. to, or I've seen people when their, patent, when their credit card is about to expire, they'll call the credit card company, tell them they lost it and be like, hey, can I just get the same credit card number? And you do it that way. And then they'll give you a card that expires again in three years.
1: So yes, and keep the same CVV
0: or does that change? Uh, see, and I think the CVV changes. But if it does, there's that little hack. You can go into like Google or whatever, change the card and update it everywhere else. Okay. But yeah, because yeah, that, that credit okay. card shit, now you got me looking at it like, damn, when's my shit expire? Fuck. <laughs>
1: And that's the thing, man. And that's one of the, the things Apple says and never expires. You know, they put as that's that's mm. one of the things that tries to attract people. Cause I mean, not just us, we go through it, but other regular people too yeah. go through it too, you know. What are what are now what are Apple's
0: kickbacks, you know?
1: Man, I don't know offhand. Um, okay. I did, I'm sure it varies. And three percent on this, two percent on this, one percent. You know, I'm sure it varies. Just like every credit card company does. You know. Yeah. But um, it's just a thought, just to, as a convenience thing. So throw, yeah. uh, throw an Apple credit card on there, or at least put Apple as your secondary credit card on every single thing that you, you know, because everything you, you can put several credit cards on, right? hmm Yeah. And so if something don't go through, uh, oh, the next they're automatically supposed to go to the next one. So at least you're covered. And you don't have, you don't, you know, if you have like 100 arbitrages, you know, one day, well, hey, man, there's a freaking light thing coming on. The AC ain't working. What's going on? Man? Oh, crap. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, that, man. Because you know, I got, because the auto pay. And then you got a freaking call and be on hold for like three hours try <laughs> to talk to somebody. It's the worst shit ever, man. I know, so, man. It's nothing. It's, it's, I mean, you could spend the whole day trying to get one freaking thing fixed that that messes up you know, a customer as calling customer service. It's, it's, the worst, dude. It it's is. the worst. It's one thing you can't really, you can't really outsource it because you got to call them. They got to speak to the owner or the uh, this or the car. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one thing you can't, we can't figure out a way to outsource yet. So, yeah. So if we could figure out a way to keep a credit card on file, and expires, I mean, that's, that's, the
0: that's one of the things where you, when you fire yourself and hire your manager, to take your place, you let them handle that. That's, like, one thing I've been really focusing on is, like, when am I going to be able to just truly fire myself? Because, <laughs> yeah, that's when you get them to take care of stuff like that, man. Because, yeah, it, it, it's it got a few few more things to do, and then I'll be able to just fully fire myself. I, I can't wait till that day.
1: Now, here's the thing. I know I've put um, – I've given my cleaners, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we, do, we have about three cleaners that we use for, for you know, Dallas Fort Worth area. I've given them each a credit card of, you know, authorized user uh, on the credit cards that we that, that are our Chase visits, right? Mm-hmm. And and of course, I I have them, I have it where I could turn them off when they're not when we're not needing them. But if they okay. say, hey, I'm gonna go make some purchases at, at Sam's and restock whatever, I'll turn it on and put the limit, put them a thousand bucks limit or whatever, five hundred right limit, whatever the hell. And so they each have a credit card from us. That they can only use if they—they'll tell us they need it, and then we'll and we'll turn it on. Now, if that's the case, can we? And you said we're trying to figure out how to outsource everything, right? Mm-hmm. That's the, that's the play. Could we start putting, like you said, find the manager that's going to manage your, everything for you, right? And then they're an authorized user on a card, and they can open up um, internet accounts for us, electricity accounts, and stuff like that. And then whenever something does mess up, they can—they they can be the ones to call the electric company be on hold for three hours trying to get something sorted. Is that, is that possible since so they're an authorized user? Uh,
0: you could, but they need to be like, they would have to have, I think a position in your company. And that's what I was going to ask you when you give like the cleaner, the authorized user, is that cleaner an employee or is that cleaner, a contractor? Uh, it's a contractor. Contractor. Mm. Yeah. But I like the way you did that though, because then you can just, it makes it easier on you. Cause what I end up doing, I actually stopped my cleaner from ordering stuff, right? Because when they were going to Costco, they were going way too high. So, Mm -hmm. what they do is they send the list in Slack Hey, we need this. Then my VA goes in and orders it on our Amazon business line of credit. And then that's how we rack it up. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, either way works. I like how you did it, though. Cause, yeah, cause there's times when, like you said, if they need to go get something right then and there, They can just, you turn on the authorized, like, what do you usually set their spending limit to?
1: Um, you know, I think I I have it at a thousand bucks for each of them, you know, a thousand bucks. And then, but like, I mean, we have our cleaners. but like I said, it's not always on. We'll turn it Mm -hmm. on. They might need to get some furniture if something happens with a piece of furniture and that, Mm -hmm. you know, furniture can eat through that real quick. And then they have we have uh, our handyman, you know. Well, he's like a cleaner slash handyman, so he fixes a lot of stuff. And he has to go buy parts and then go fix it and then buy whatever. So he has the card, you know, to use whenever. He, and, and he just tells us when he's gonna he has to go buy whatever, like a garbage disposal, replace it and stuff like that. And he'll switch it out and pay for it with the credit card, and, and, and it keeps it all nice and neat. Because what was happening before, mm-hmm. our cleaners were doing these things for us, these tasks and buying stuff for us, and then. You know the hand the handyman slash cleaner or whatever they they'd be fixing things and so we'd have all these different um receipts coming at us right from because they're buying it with their credit card right Mm
0: -hmm. and so we
1: have all these different receipts from different credit cards from this and that you know we got to keep it all organized and different things and then we're paying them out and all this stuff because we got to reimburse them for spending their own money now it all keeps everything on one freaking credit card everything that we've ever bought is on one thing. So it keeps it nice and neat and pretty. So that's I love that.
0: Happy you brought that up because that bookkeeping turns into a pain in the ass. I mean, I finally outsourced my bookkeeping, right? But yeah, it turns into the pain in the ass. if You got a bunch of transfers, especially me. Cause I use the profit first system. So I got five bank accounts. So I have to tell my uh, CPA, Hey, only focus on income and operating expenses, everything else. Don't worry about And Now he, he understands it now. So it's like easy for him. So yeah, that man—that man, that is one huge organizational thing. I'm happy I outsourced. I'm so ready. I, ready happy I got rid of that uh, yeah. bookkeeping shit. I was like, oh, man. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're we're, we're transitioning to a CPA also. So it's, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's gonna be a big
0: big. You uh, have a good one. You
1: know. Yeah, I, I mentioned her to you before. Cobra, Cobra County. Okay. Her. Okay. You, you remember her? I remember. The yeah, yeah, I remember. Sanisha Sanisha yeah yeah she's she's really cool the thing is she, she's familiar with short-term rentals good she's good. done short-term rentals you managed for other people so she knows all the ins yeah. and out of the business which is cool you know she has a she has a better grasp on what we're doing because it's a little different than just getting the regular CPA with the, what yeah. you're renting a place and then you're renting it out again and you're paying you know it's different with she knows the whole game so it's easier yep. to just hand it off to her she's super cool
0: yeah, um, I'm happy you threw that out there. Like, people listening, man, yeah, if you get a CPA and you're doing arbitrage, especially, yeah, make sure they're familiar with it because, yeah, that that gets they'll be confused as hell. Like, you don't own this property, you know, you'll be talking to CPAs all day, like, ne- like never mind, man, you just don't get it. So, I'm thrilled. Like, that's one thing. Like, my CPA, he understands it too. Like, he gets what we're doing, and you know, he he knew like, hey, the places that you own, you need to lease those to your LLC, you know, things like that. You got to know. And then because he because, he know, and then they'll know how to structure your business to like where you can get bigger. Right. You get more write offs. You get funding. So that, that's a CPA is very important, man. Mm, yeah, 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 that's true, man.
1: <laughs> I, I I don't know if we talked about it on the. I told you we we bought a house, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your Grand Prairie one. How is that doing? Uh,
1: yeah, Grand Prairie one. It was. It, we're getting it up, set, set up, and running, it. and that, I mean, that's what I had. We started all these vacations and stuff. So it's, it's not like it, we're not in a rush. Check it out. We're not in a rush. What's cool about when you buy a house? You you bought several lately. What's cool about when you buy a house? It's the ultimate. It, 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 it you always talk about. You know, buying is way better than f and arbitrage, right? Because yeah. there's so many things and there's so many ways to do it. Where you where you're, um, I don't know. That's better than arbitrage. One of the ways is when you buy a house you, when you close and all that they'll say okay when do you want your first payment Is coming first or do you want it you know the next, next following month. month you can get it's kind of like getting two months rent for free <laughs> right <laughs> for real and so and that's why you, you can take your time get it set up right you don't have to be like you know rushing and stuff like that and um so you can set it up get it right get all the pro tips in there and um get the nice things together and and so and you know you don't have to pay a damn mortgage till two months down the road and um what's 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 cool about that and it, well we bought it it's in this little cluster of like 18 homes right a little <laughs> cluster of 18 homes in this older established neighborhood named grand prairie and it's um there's an hoa attached to it but it's mostly older people living there they have never seen one leave their house yet you know, they just stay in their house all day and Mm. the the, the HOA is low there's no rules against short-term rentals but here's my thing I don't want to push it I want to my first I told told Federico even if we gotta take a little bit less and get someone in there for you know three six whatever a year uh, at a good price instead of you know oh but if we Airbnb it we can make like you know 10 20 percent more I don't care I want to get settled, get someone settled in there for not a, a nice long stay. And so it'll just keep the HOAs because they're right now. Oh, who's this you, mother lover, you know, coming into town? I mean, they're looking, they're looking out the blinds at us and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say, at me. <laughs> 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 but if we put a good renter in there, you know, a good solid renter in there, we'll make some profits still. But, but it'll be like for a long-term stretch instead of just throwing some Airbnb fucking party or is going to ruin it day one for us. Mm. I think that'll, that'll gain the trust. They'll leave us be. They'll be off our backs. And then in six months from now or three months from now, they'll start sprinkling in a little, a little shorter-term shorter term stays.
0: will be a big deal. Here's a little idea for you to look at. Two things you could do. See if you could get a government worker in there or an insurance claim. Me and Mike got an insurance claim up in Plano paying us like 7,200 a month. So like you get one mm. of them. Yeah. Cause remember they're they they're like distressed, right? So the insurance is paying it. So they might stay eight months, right? If you go to ALE, they might stay like eight months. So then they're paying you an inflated amount. So yeah, if you want the best, get somebody like that, like an insurance or because what they're doing is they're, they're getting something rebuilt, whatever. They might have kids, dogs, or whatever, and they fit the perfect family because, hey, they're homeowners themselves, right? They own a damn house. Yeah. They'll take care of it. So definitely yeah. look into, like, ALE or government contracts, man, for sure.
1: So you you had luck with
0: ALE? That's who you got it from? Yeah, we got that one from ALE yeah and, and, and then the perfect thing you should do because you said you know you don't want to rush and just throw it up and that gives you enough time to make contacts make calls and like hey i, I got this house coming up um we're looking for families may need you know or this that are uh displaced due to insurance claim and really introduce yourself and your company what you do is you want to introduce your company and then just let them know what you're bringing to the table you know what i mean right, right. So then you get a really good person in there and then they're like oh well they have nice families over there you know Mm -hmm. definitely
1: and that's and that's the thing man is is patience is like that patience is a virtue but patience can make you a lot of money too and and here's when we bought this last uh this townhome before this one you know Mm -hmm. we bought a townhome before this one and and my buddy buddy I, I, i kind of sort of knew him from work he's the one that sold it to us he was a distressed landlord kind of thing and he didn't want to get rid of it and someone burned him for six months without paying anything because yeah. they said covid they said because of covid they didn't have to pay shit whatever they finally got him out they, they messed up a lot of stuff he fixed it all before he sold it to it. he's just old school old school dude like that yeah. but he um he said okay y'all are buying it whatever we're going through the process you can go and start putting renters in there if you want to right now he kind of let us kind of handed over the keys to it before we owned the damn thing right oh damn so and like I said, it's a rough, it's a rough around the edges part of town, right? And so a lot of the people that were coming through were a little rough around the edges too, you know. So we mm-hmm. were getting a lot of inquiries like that. And but but the fact that he let us, you know, start interviewing people and, and, and doing tours before we even owned the thing, you know, it, we took our time because we weren't paying we weren't paying rent yet, you know. Uh, we weren't paying any mortgage. We weren't paying nothing. We I mean, just, I mean, he was still paying the HOA even but we have we took our time and we found some great you know great renters it took like you know you know 15 20 days whatever but we weren't in a rush, yeah. we in a rush. and then we found some great renters man they these dudes you know really really nice dudes and they're in there and they are locking it in for the long term and like they take care of most issues themselves i mean these you know high high uh, credit score and um, what, what pushed it over for me was, was the dude had a LinkedIn account. <laughs> and I was like, I've never seen a renter before with a LinkedIn account. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. And I'll dress up, got a little suit yeah. on and stuff. I was like, man, that really helped me to trust the dude. Okay, Sorry. he cares about, you know, his appearance on the, on the socials and, and getting out there and doing business and, you know, works for GameStop, stuff like that. But um, he was a cool dude. And, and like I said, we, we were able to take our time and find the right tenant. And now you could do that if you're if you're doing mid-term, mid to mm-hmm. long-term stays for, um, you know, corporate leasing. Take time and find the right people because the the wrong people, just with anything, man, it could be a headache. And so, take your time, man.
0: Man, I'm so happy you brought up the, about being patient and getting the right people in because you know I, I got what a rehab, one down unit and then technically two down units because we have an AC issue. Fuck. So mm-hmm. so what happens is. You, you get frustrated with all this stuff happening so you have to find ways to curb your time to make sure these places get up so what i've been doing in the meantime is i've been like networking with like um like uh, other places to market like owl owl um and then i'm like kind of sourcing like where are they sending people from and owl man i get inquiries daily from that site mm, daily stuff. Yeah, and I and I get them from like places like in my Little Rock places, man. I'm actually been kind of pissed because my Little Rock place has been down, and I'm like, man, I got people wanting to pay four thousand dollars a month, you know, in this small ass town. I'm like, damn, dude, I'm missing money, but it just lets me know that that clientele is there, right? So mm-hmm. it lets you be patient, and you can get the right people in. So when I know when I get these two units launched and back up, we're we're gonna be killing it, you know. So yeah, patience is it's, it's hard because you're like, man, I want to make money now, you know, but you know you take you it gives you a better business you know what i mean you have more to offer like uh one thing i've been doing um so basically with this big huge lakefront property we're launching we're having an issue with not the cleaning it just has been um an older person had been there a long time and just wasn't clean so we hired molly Maid right to go in there and clean it right Mm -hmm. they do a damn good job like they your, your, when they leave your house, it's going to be spotless. Windows, mm. everything. They do the windows. They uh do everything. So what I did was I was like, man, it's time to take this to another level. I was like, I need to have them come out quarterly. And today I st- scheduled them quarterly for all my houses. So what happens is because I'm trying to make sure, you know, I'm trying to cater to Airbnb because, you know, I had a refund issue. A guest got freaking refunded for everything. I complained about some stuff after we mm. sent my cleaner out. So what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to make sure our places are in tip-top shape. So I'm going to send them out on a quarterly basis. And then what I'm going to do is have them do a deep clean and then just have the cleaners cleaning it, you know, after every turnover. And then it keeps the place in a better shape. So one thing I'm trying to do, especially on places you own, you want to make sure you keep those in like top shape, you know? So Mm. especially after like um, long-term stays, sometimes they'll report it, sometimes they won't. So you have to be careful of that as well.
1: You heard it from Michael first. It's all about that Molly.
0: Molly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, Molly, man. But other than that, man, what's been going on in the Argus side, man? On the artist
1: side, I will tell you one more thing. It doesn't oh, go to it. it has to do with because We bought the house, you know, through the company. And um, here, here's, a, here's a. I know, I know, Michael. Look at his chops because he's probably done something similar. Um, so you're going to close on a house, right? Let's say you're going to close on a house. Yeah, this big fat chunk of money in your checking account, ready to wire wire over to wire to whatever house you buy, right? Mm-hmm. That chunk of money. The thing is, that money is going to soon be wired and gone to something else, right? Going into the house, into the equity of the house, you can always go back, whatever. So, in that instance, and, 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 and okay, let's just say I've heard people can do this. <laughs> let's, let's just say. You know you're gonna sign everything that day, right? And you're gonna to go to your bank and you're gonna and you're gonna do that. Hit that wire and hit that wire button at your bank to send the money to to, to the what's it called, the, the mortgage company, whatever, the lender. Um, but before that happens, now if you're clear to close, all you gotta do is you gotta sit down at the table and sign a bunch of papers, right? Mm-hmm. Before that, so you're done, you're ready. They saw you got the money, they saw you can close, they know you're gonna wire the money. Before that money leaves your leaves your bank account you you can go you can go sign up because it's a done deal right it's a done deal all you got to do is sign papers at that point and they've already cleared the clothes ready to go everything everything's ready to go you can go sign up for as much lines of credit and as much credit cards as you want and it's Mm -hmm. not going to affect the deal don't do it before you're cleared to close and you're going to sign the papers but if you have that big hundred thousand, whatever it is, in your bank account that's soon gonna leave and go into whatever thing, um, you're gonna get approved for every freaking loan imaginable, right? And so, <laughs>
0: so that's why so. you always have that huge chunk in a business account because you want a business line of credit. Then nothing shows up.
1: <laughs> mm, mm, see, Michael one-ups that too. But he knows what's <laughs> up. But anyways, before that money leaves, go get everything that money Cause like I remember an episode. Of, it's so funny. I'm going way back. Way back. That's how we do We keep it real here. I used to watch Good Times. You watch Good Times back in the day? <laughs> I didn't know you <laughs> watched Good Times, man. I, I love Good Times, man. I don't And, and uh, I love Good Times. And so remember when, when, when the dad went with the kids to the bank because he wants to get a loan to start, to start a thing, you know, whatever. Yeah. I forgot what it was about. And of course, they denied him. You know, and, and and they were talking about. I don't understand. You know, it's a good business thing. You know, you know what you're doing. They won't give you the money. He goes, oh, son." He goes, "They only give people money that don't need money, and they can see that we need the money, mm. and that's that's true, right? Rich people they'll approve them for anything. They don't need the money, right?
0: Ooh, that's we a cold way to look it. at it. I like that.
1: <laughs> but he said, "But a regular, is, you know."
0: Funny thing yeah. is me and you can walk into a bank and get a loan but somebody yeah. you know good times you know they was a struggling uh african-american family you know so you know me and you can walk in a bank and get a loan that's true like yeah you know we, we need, need it but we don't need it next. that is the next guy yeah. trying to start a business and feed his family you know it's the truth
1: <laughs> we got assets to back it up and exactly. we got money to back it up but we don't want to use, you don't want to use your money you don't exactly. use your money right use other people's money exactly. and so while that big fat chunk is still sitting in that checking account that's about to get wired to some whatever bank, um, go get everything. I mean, it could be said, go get everything that you can get with that big chunk of money. But, oh, he wants a $50,000 loan, he has $100,000 in the bank, hell yeah, I'm going to give him that loan. We'll mm. prove that in a minute.
0: <laughs> Thanks. It, it, people don't know that, man. You, you got to leverage, and that's what I tell people, but you got to leverage where you bank. You leverage where you bank. Make sure you bank somewhere that, that is leveraging what you're providing. So, you know,
1: mm. facts. So, um, huh. yeah, man, that's, uh, our just has been growing and this has been a, it's been a, it's been a cool time right now because I've been on my, my travels, vacations, you know, or vacations, you know, we and, um, and then Federico's been in freaking Israel. Man, and and Federico's then, been and around then Europe, the world, man. <laughs> yeah. We've gone like three weeks and, um, and things have been running smooth and actually we've been picking up more business. Our VAs have been, you know, doing a a fantastic job handling everything mm-hmm. and well, I mean we will chime in every now and then but I mean they really don't need us we've had um, the best VA Rice at the top she's managing the other VAs she even oh she even because I I saw the back and forth with, with Federico and her talking about okay we had a VA drop out and just kind of ghosted us and then later got an email saying she quit whatever I don't
0: know oh, I got a, a different
1: opportunity came up okay whatever it happens at least be professional about it let us know before you ghost yeah. us whatever but so it kind of hit us at the wrong time because me and him both traveling, right? And so we had, a big, we had some gaps to fill, like especially in the weekend gaps to, to have somebody there to, you know, because we always have 24-7 coverage. And I told, I told Federico, I told Uno actually, because Uno was like, okay, you know, just let me know when, who's going to come on. And Uno was like our lead. I said, Uno, you know what? Here's our account. Here's our um, Upwork account. Um, go ahead and do you mind Making a post. This is what we need. These are the ships, kind of shifts we need, and and this is yeah, this is what we're looking for, and this is the pay or whatever. And start interviewing people. And and you and, know, and just Filipino. I said hire Filipino because <laughs> I, 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 like because she'll tell us things sometimes. We'll, we'll word it. We'll word things at, at an employee and an employee, but uh, as a contractor at a Filipino uh, at, a, at a VA that happens to be Filipino. Let's say hey, you know why aren't you handling this? This is what we're paying you for. So we expect this to happen when, it, you know, in a prompt time, you know, answer this and handle this situation. And she'll be like, and later she'll tell us, you know, hey, I'm talking to so-and-so, you know, I'm, I'm getting them to, to realize that. But, you know, um, Filipinos are sensitive. So if you come at them with strong language like that, hey, this is what we're paying you for. This is what we, you know, they mm-hmm. they kind of shriek and they, they kind of, it, it really, it hurts them. You know, they're, they're kind of sensitive. And, and we don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah. You no, know, I'm not from the Philippines. And so but I'm like, she, knows oh, she knows that. She knows that because I'm she goes, I'm thick skin. I can handle, you know, you know, criticism or whatever. But when you but when you most Filipinos you tell them things like that or strong worded stuff, opinion it really, you know, they shrink down into you know they get they get turn small, whatever. And I said, you know, this is great you're telling us that you know. So from now on, if it's cool, we're gonna let you know what we need from somebody and you can break it down to them she speaks their language too she can make it you know make them understand it without hurting their feelings uh, who,
0: who who came on the podcast was it tracy who said when she hires her va's she'll let them all she'll even let them talk in their language to each other to make it feel like hey it's more of an accepting uh company
1: well yeah. i don't know was tracy that said that? It, was it was someone tracy. who said that yeah it was yeah, tracy, tracy. And like North, so that uh, is a good North thing
0: you do that like let her facilitate it. Cause I like it that way anyway. Right. Like if you have yeah. one lead person and have another lead, that's the perfect way to go about it in my opinion, man.
1: Right. Right. And so I was like, and to take it, take it a step further, is it cool if you, um, you know, we're both out of town, we can't sit there and get on Zooms with a bunch of people and, and mm-hmm. try to interview. Is it cool if you handle the interview process too, and record it on the Zooms and we can look and see, you know, about these employees or whatever. And I said, I told Federico, she knows that culture. She knows, you know, the language. She knows everything, and she so she knows that when uh, when uh, someone a worker is going to come in and they're bullshitting us, right? They're mm-hmm. saying that they know how to do certain things and this and that, and they're strong with the language. And so us were like, wow, that sounds really good. They, oh, you worked for the Marriott. Oh, you worked. Oh, wow, that's yeah. You sound. And then you find out later that they're not very good at most yeah. of the things that they said they were good at, right? Yeah. And so, but. So her bullshit radar is a lot stronger with the Filipinos than ours, right? So mm-hmm. we let her and said, you go ahead and, and set up the interviews and you interview them and just record them on the Zoom. And, and whoever you feel strong about, who we should hire, we'll, we'll go ahead and hire them. And she said, and we can look at the, if you break it down to like one or two or two, you know, people that you think we should hire, we'll, we'll look at the videos and let you know. And, um, and so she did. She found two great employees and then we liked them. And then we went ahead and hired them both. And she's going to onboard them and she's going to handle them. And she's, yeah, she's the manager.
0: She's in charge. Now, do you have your VA's answering phone calls? Yeah. You do. Yeah, they phone calls. Yeah, yeah. I need to get into that. I don't have any phone calls, but the, it's always the time when you don't want to get them that you're going to get them. So mm-hmm. I do need to look into that. I only We, me, you and Fetty got to chop it up about that one. So, yeah, if you got a good, and they, they speak perfect English.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. has been really, really big English. We've had one in the past that, been, you know, they could bullshit their way through an interview, but then it comes time, to crunch time, that their English wasn't that strong. Ooh,
0: now, not what, what yeah. was, the, okay, yeah, what was the repercussion of that? Did, like, we guests to part?
1: We, we had to part ways, because then there'd be, like, messages going across that were, that we couldn't understand, people couldn't understand them. Like, what the hell are they trying to say? You know, just because they weren't wording things correctly, and, and the guests didn't know what they were saying, and then of course, one of us had to hop in and clear it up, which mm. is not not a good thing. So we yeah. would end up parting ways with the with ones that weren't as strong as, as the English language. That's a yeah.
0: Because my my VA is based out of um, India. Um, speaks pretty good English, but he doesn't answer calls right now. So I'm not to definitely answering calls is definitely on the future list, man. Man, you guys are really growing, man. I'm loving it, man. Argus, man, it's like the five years of live, let thrive, man, everybody's starting to thrive. I'm loving it, man. Mm. You hit hiccups in this business, but man, once it's thriving, it's thriving. You just, it's always going to be an issue. Right. And I know I'm to that point now. I'm like, I don't want to deal with the issues and I'm happy. My VA is getting really good. You know, Mm -hmm. um, so once he's there and then I can hire another one under him and I can just have those tag team, it, I think I'll be good. But yeah, man, it, it's just, it's really starting to, you know, everything's starting to come to fruition, man.
1: It's yeah. And we've been, we, yeah, like you said, we, we talk about the ups on the show. We talk about the downs. We talk about our failures too. Yeah. And we just keep it real. I mean, if you just look at people on uh, a lot of gurus on, on online, it's like, Oh, they never fail. They know exactly what to do all the time. Every time. Yeah. Eh, not so much, man. You know, that it's a, what is the number one thing people say about our show? Keep it real. We keep it real.
0: because
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm in a, a so many times.
0: I can because so I'm in a, stronger. you know, and I'm I'm in a tight spot right now with this, uh, you know, this this uh, burg on that's about to turn into a flip. You know, somebody broke into the place, took all the, the shit out of it. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, this place is too far in the hood. So I got my uh, my contractor. He's putting a he's putting uh, bars on all the windows, putting a lock on the back gate. And they just started the uh, HVAC unit yesterday, uh, Monday. They started the HVAC yeah, yesterday. They started the HVAC. So yeah, man, it's, it's issues that you do have to go through in this business, man, especially when you, when you're cause like me and Steve, we came into this on the real estate side, we came into the real estate and then we just use short-term rentals as a tool on the tool belt. Like we always been real estate guys and you know, and, Coming in, you know, it's just so many issues that come up. Like, I got three down places, but you just got to push through those hard times. And then, you know, every, there's, go, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There's always light at the end of the tunnel. You just got to – that's like what we do with this podcast. Put our head down, you look up, you're like, damn, we had 200-plus episodes. So, mm. always keep your head down, grind it out, everything will be okay. Facts.
1: And learn from your mistakes, right?
0: That's a big thing, learn from your mistakes. Because, I, man, I got a whole list of mistakes I made on this burr.
1: Uh, <laughs> you got walk- burn. yeah
0: burn <laughs> straight up man so yeah walk the property thoroughly oh. so yeah and i'm i'm uh, i'm actually working on buying another one right now down the street from my one that's been up the longest um i'm actually wor- talking to someone who has it because oh this is one thing before we hop off one important thing man the market has turned mm-hmm. it is a buyer's market like And this is how I know. So the property I'm telling you about that I was going to, that I'm looking at down the street from my house that I've been up, that's down right now because it's the water issue. A wholesaler sent me this last month. He sent it to me again three days ago. I'm like, he can't dispo this property. I'm like, I got leverage. So what's happening is, you know, and and like I know he's getting rejected because of the price, and plus I I looked at the numbers and the numbers are straight shit, and I'm like that house ain't worth almost two hundred grand. This is the damn hood. So you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't care how much appreciation you want to talk, houses don't appreciate like that. And plus I haven't told him I'm like, bro, I own the house down the street, and I know how much this house is worth. But the market's turned, man. It's a buyer's market, like shit sitting. Um, not in all of Texas. I think Texas is moving a little bit faster, but if you can hit some of these small towns, man, it's shit sitting that has gold all over it and you can negotiate price. Mm -hmm. So just I don't know how good of a deal you got on your Grand Prairie one, but man, it's it's some shit out there.
1: Yeah, we we got a we got a pretty good deal, I think, as far as um uh as far you know what was cool about the the Grand Prairie one, and I think I might have touched on it before, but it was between us and not like one of those all cash buyer corporations from oh. California, one of those. So it was between mm-hmm. us two, right? And so we bid what we bid. And then they said, okay, it's between y'all two. And and they even asked, so could y'all go a little higher? Because I think the other one's going higher, blah, blah, blah. I said, no, nah, that's our that's our offer. That's that's what makes sense for us, you know. Always, always bid, always put a price that makes sense for you. You know, it's tempting to just, oh shit, they, they, they're a bit higher, yeah. but put, put twenty thousand more, put their it's tempting right
0: i've been if into that situation up, don't ever do it
1: yeah don't stick to your numbers it makes sense for us we know what our mortgage is going to be but with the HOA everything included and we know how much we can make in this area for you know mm-hmm. we, we and if we go to higher, it's not going to work the numbers aren't going to work so anyway, that's our number you know if they if they choose the other one it's fine and anyways so we heard like a day later yeah they chose you guys He said "Say really and all cash mm-hmm. from another he goes yeah well you know, it, it, the house had sentimental value to them and they would rather have like family you know, just own it, you know, a real mm-hmm. real people own it than some than some corporation buying it up. You know, they would rather have real people own it. Yeah. And I was like, Well, that's pretty cool. You know, <laughs> I thought that was you know
0: Man, sending know. a letter in with your offers is always a good thing, like letting people know who you are, like maybe with a business card of you and your family, whatever, like, hey, this is who we are, make this is our just rentals and what we do. You know, things like that, that really helps. People do like to see an actual person on the other side, man, not some big-ass corporation. And I, I, I talked to uh, – my son goes to jujitsu around the corner, and uh, I talked to a realtor in there. And that's one thing he always says. He goes – I put his big, he has a why in his realtor. And that's why I love it. I love people who have a why, right? Cause you you're looking at a bigger purpose or a cause. And basically his whole goal is to provide housing for families. So when he's out there doing work on, he he presents it like, Hey, this, we're, they're making an offer on behalf of this family, you know? So people like, like to see that, especially providing housing for families right now, because we're on a major housing shortage and man, uh, if people want houses it's a bunch in Detroit. I walked around there. I was like, oh, <laughs> "Shit, man.
1: What the hell are you doing in Detroit?"
0: Uh so we went to Mahogany's Extravaganza, um for Herbalife. We went to her, her Extravaganza. And then while there, of course, you know me, I'm I'm driving for dollars and shit. So <laughs> So we're driving around and like Detroit's biggest issue is this, man. Um when I when I drive around Detroit, like, you know, the hood part, the not hood part, because the part we stayed in, we stayed in a pretty nice-ass Airbnb. They needed to clean it up a little bit, but it was a nice-ass Airbnb. Um, but the part we stayed in, it was a really nice townhouse, uh, brownstone townhouse. Um, the problem with Detroit, though, is it's just abandoned. It's an abandoned city. Like, if you, even if... Like GM's gone, GM's here, hell, hell in Arlington, Texas. I mean, if you talk to half the people in Arlington, where are you from? Oh, I'm, I'm from Detroit, you know? So it's just an abandoned city. So when you drive around, you see all these, man, you see abandoned houses, abandoned churches, shit like that, but check it out though. And this is how I know it's abandoned. It doesn't have a huge homeless population from the parts I was in. So I'm like, people aren't even homeless out here. I'm like, they're just leaving this city. They're leaving, you know, but the downtown's nice. The downtown's nice. Um, if you can get something in like the north end or downtown, it's a nice area. But like you can get a house for, like Five Green in Highland, certain parts of Highland Still. Park. You know. Still. Yeah. Yeah. But th- it might be it might be a shithole or like a Blake flat flat land. But the issue I have with Detroit and why I'm not touching it is because it doesn't appreciate, right? So, mm-hmm. and that's the reason why I'm getting out of Arkansas right now. I'm, after I finish this Arkansas one unless a killer deal hits me, then I'm in there. But I'm kind of backing off Arkansas. I'm like, eh, it doesn't appreciate like I wanted it to, and it doesn't get me to my goals as fast. So that's what made me really back off Detroit. But other than that, it's a well, this is how abandoned it is. Like everything shuts down at ten o'clock. You can't get no food if you don't have food at ten o'clock. You're fucked. <laughs> like-
1: <laughs> I know. Uh, but how many he wrote that on? online she goes, where's the damn food right around here dude and and it was crazy
0: because the other people at the extravaganza who were there they're like bro you can't get no fucking food around here i'm like i'm like oh okay i'm like well i thought it was only us man like talking dude the wendy's closed the mcdonald's closed we we found a hole in a wall called yum village man there was some good ass jamaican food up in there and it was just like damn it was the only thing open i don't know they're making a killing but uh another thing about detroit detroit's diverse as hell I have never seen a place like there's this place called the ham Tramp. Mm-hmm. We went there and it was, this was like everybody walking down the street, just every culture. And then they have all these flags, the Ukraine flag, the U S flag, the Jamaican flag, all these flags. I was like, and I saw it. I'm like, man, now I want to drive down there and see what that is, man. It was just like cultures everywhere. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. But it was a cool city, but it's just abandoned. That's all it is.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So- <laughs> That girl that was on uh, on bigger on bigger pockets. yep. Is that she? She's big time in Detroit.
0: Oh yeah. See, and if you watch the story that I made, I did say if you're from there and you live there, I see how you could. It's so much opportunity if you live there and you know like everywhere, and then you know who's coming there. It's so much opportunity because think about it. That extravaganza we were at, it was twenty five thousand people. So, I know whoever, if you have a short term rental down there, man, you made some money that last weekend. Mm. You made some money because the, these mm. people pay high dollar too. So, it's definitely opportunity. You just have to find out where, um, where people are going, man.
1: Yeah. And one more thing this recession right now is happening, you know, been a long time coming. This, this, is, gonna, this is where we, we become millionaires. Uh, I 100% believe that. You know, Gosh. we're picking up what we're picking up. It's, you know, everything's a little tighter and more compressed, but we still, we get through this and back
0: to the good times, man, we're, we're millionaires. we We're millionaires. Facts, man, man. So yeah, I, I'm actually funny thing. You said that I'm actually about to text this girl who uh, sent us this deal. Cause yeah, it, it, you, you just have to, man, you can do this in any market, right? You just have to, you just have to run the right numbers, get the right deal and you're good. That's what real estate is. It's about running numbers and getting the right deal. And hmm. I, I think, you know, I don't know, this house, I might have to flip it and I, I really don't want to flip it because everything's sitting tight. No, like shit, you know, so <laughs> might have to put some long-term renters in there and sell it turnkey. But other than that, man, everything will pan out.
1: That's it, man. I mean, we're, we're long-term investors. We're not short-term investors. We're long-term Max, investors.
0: Max, playing the long game.
1: That's how you get wealthy. So, salute to you, Mexican beer from Mexico. I'm, I'm enjoying right now. And um, it's cool, man. It's technology, We're doing this from all over the world and uh, living and
0: letting it drive. In. That's how we do. Heck, yeah. It's funny you say that because uh, the last episode, I think I was out of town, right? <laughs> I
1: know. Right? Yeah, you were out of town.
0: That's crazy. Town. So, so, yeah. I, um, yeah, man, it's been a lot because I'm about to be traveling again this weekend, going back to Arkansas, pick up Malachi, finish up some stuff. Then I'll be back home for a while, man, because I've been – man, Arkansas, Detroit, Arkansas, back to Texas for a couple of days, you know, so I'm ready to mm. get settled back into here so I can really buckle down and get things done and, you know, get the business thriving.
1: If you want to start a million-dollar million business, call it AC bnb Air condition B&B, because <laughs> a lot of people in Airbnb's uh, air conditioning is going out, man. So they, need a, they need someone that can fix that thing quick because you're going to have some Lots of cancellations.
0: I don't know how hot it is in Mexico, but it's been 105 since I got off the plane. 70, it's been in the 70s over here all week. Man, that's how it was in Detroit. It was in the 70s and 80s. It felt good outside. I'm like, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's kind of cold because if you've been in 100 degree heat, you kind of have to put a little light jacket on. You know, yeah. People are like, man, it's 80 degrees. Like, man, I've been living in Texas, dude. It's cold as shit. It ain't just, you know. So, yeah, man, I know what you mean. So,
1: yeah. Well, cool, man. Another great episode in the books. Episode 214, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah. Thanks for following us on Instagram. Where are we at?
0: Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Uh, join our Facebook group. Um, and if you want to get updates about like our upcoming master classes, make sure to join our email list. Join our email list. All that's in our link tree. And thank you all for continuing to listen to us, man. And uh, tune in to us every Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Every Wednesday, 730 on Clubhouse. And uh, yeah, man, it's been a real fun ride. And we're going to continue pumping this stuff out. We love this business. Has its ups and downs, takes its tolls on us, but we love doing it. So um, and whatever we learn, we teach it to you guys for free every week. So thank you all for continuing to listen to us. We are out.
1: Later. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.